Welcome to season two of A Moon in the Dark with Ellen Blake, where we hope to connect people to God's heart through themes in Marvel movies. Bucky Barnes caused so much death and destruction as the Winter Soldier. When we found him in the Falcon in the Winter Soldier, he's still carrying the weight of all that guilt and struggling to get rid of it. David and I explore what God would say to Bucky and what we found is so hopeful and encouraging, even for the worst of us. We all know the negative impact that the coronavirus pandemic has had on our students. Nowhere is this more heartbreaking than for the students in the inner city. My friend Becky Matthews has organized Simply Students Fund to help three organizations in the Atlanta area who already work with these at-risk students. You can read about their efforts and support them at simplystudentsfund.org. So we're here today talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So some backstory on Bucky, who is the Winter Soldier. Um, he says in this first episode that he's been going from fight to fight for 90 years. He is a super soldier and he was mind controlled by this organization called Hydra. And so he couldn't do anything he wanted to. All he could do was fight and do things he didn't want to do. And so now in this present day episode, we see him being able to be himself. He's in his right mind, but he has all this guilt of all these people he's killed, like that he had no choice. And he, but he feels terrible about it. He gets into his nightmares. He's in therapy and all this. And he just, he feels awful. And some of the people he killed were sort of not even assigned to him, but like people he killed anyway, or like extra people. And so he's just got this pack, you can just feel this pack of guilt. And it reminds me of Psalm 38.4, a verse I just ran into the other day. My guilt has overwhelmed me like a burden too heavy to bear. I almost wrote Bucky's name in my Bible. He's got that huge burden. I mean, maybe even bigger than a lot of us can relate to, but all of us have some type of guilt somewhere in our lives for sure. And maybe we're still carrying on to it. Um, maybe not. I don't know. Well, it reminds the big pack of of. Guilt reminds me of Pilgrim's Progress, which was written by Bunyan in 1684. It's this long allegory. There's a movie now. I really recommend people get a children's book or an abridged version at some point in your life because it's a really special story. It is. But the part that's relevant to today is that the character, Christian, is going on this journey toward God. And he, but he's got this huge burden, and it, you can see he's, it's heavier and it's heavier. The only place where he can get rid of it is at the cross, when he finally finds the cross. And it falls off, and I think it just rolls down a hill. I mean, it is gone. Yeah. Tell us, David, what is the biblical worldview of where, where does our sin go? When we give our sin to Christ, and he, he's died for our sin, and by his blood— we are healed from our sin. Where does it go? So this is Psalm 103. Um, I stumbled upon it a few days ago, but it's a really great chapter. It says, For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his mercy towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our wrongdoings from us. So the east and west never touch, right? Mm. And we're never going to touch our sin ever again. That is, that is a, I mean, that is so encouraging I feel like someone out there needs to hear that today. Like they've given their guilt to Christ at the cross in the past, but somehow they are taking a backpack with their guilt still on their back. And Jesus would say, why are you still carrying that? I 
took that for you. So back to Bucky, he's been pardoned, he's free, but he still has this this pack on him. Mm. So later in the season, he's talking to his friend, Sam Wilson, who's the Falcon, and he's still down, he still has the guilt, and Falcon says, do the work. Like, if you want to get out of this pit of hell that you're in, do the work. And so maybe to us, that might seem a little weird, like, do the work. Like, there's nothing we can do to get out of it ourselves. Mm-hmm. But w- what does that mean to you, Mom? Well, you know, we went back and, and looked at it again because I was confused in my head. And what he what he was saying to Bucky was you can't just avenge and try to make things right. You've got to go back and serve the people you wronged and give them closure. And that's good advice. And he might have gotten good advice from the counselor or whatnot. But in the end, I want to know what would God say to Bucky? And God would say... Only through Jesus can you unload this guilt. You can't, there's nothing you can do. There's no work you can do to unload your guilt on your own. But we see he has a repentant heart. And that reminds me of Psalm 51, which David wrote after he was confronted, caught in great sin. He had taken someone else's wife, gotten her pregnant, was having a child, and killed her husband. David, who is a man after God's own heart and one of God's favorite characters, really, he was broken over his sin. And he wrote Psalm 51. David, give us a flavor of the things that the heart of David is writing this out to God. And this is before Jesus. But what did David see in God and that he needed? So he says, Be gracious to me, God, according to your faithfulness, according to the greatness of your compassion, Wipe out my wrongdoings. Wash me thoroughly from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my wrongdoings and my sin is constantly before me. Against you, you only, I have sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So that you are justified when you speak and blameless when you judge. Purify me with hyssop and I will be clean. Cleanse me and I will be whiter than snow. Create in me a clean heart. God and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Mm. Yeah, what stands out to you in that? I mean, you can definitely feel like his pain in writing that, but also you can see where his heart is and how he he has the guilt and he doesn't want it and he mm. he knows what he knows what he's done and he's repented from it. And that's really all you can do and you just kind of have to hand the rest to God. Mm. I noticed that he he says he sinned against God. You know, you might say, well, he sinned against the man he killed and against the woman he took. But he sees that that sin is against God himself and that only God can cleanse him and create in him a new heart, which just gives us so much hope that God wants to do that for us. He wants to give us a new start. It's a new start. And this is what Bucky needs. It's what David needed. Um, And then, okay, I think of this. Bucky's a pretty bad dude. I mean, he's earlier in Captain America Winter Soldier, Sam wants to give up on Bucky. He's like, this guy's too far gone. Um, He says, this might not be the kind you save. It's the kind you stop. Yeah. So I think to myself, can God save a sinner who is a really bad mm -hmm. sinner? And Paul speaks to that, okay? Tell us a little bit about Paul's background. So Paul... When you first see him in the Bible, he's known as Saul, and he thought he knew it was right. He was 
a righteous dude in the eyes of the culture. Um, he was well-trained and all this, and he was going after all these Christian people. This is after Jesus ascended to heaven. He's going after all these Christians and like killing them and like putting them in prison because he thought like these guys aren't, they're not the right Jews. They're not doing us right. So he thought he was, he knew it was right, but he was killing a bunch of God's children, which is not good. Yeah. And it, but yeah, it's so encouraging. He's writing, okay, to Timothy. He's writing a letter to Timothy and he says, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on him and receive eternal life. He's saying, one of the reasons God saved me so that people can see how bad I was. And not only that, but he's got a per- God gives him a purpose. He does. It's really cool. Like a really cool theme in the Bible is that Jesus often goes to the people that are like the lowest of the low or the worst of sinners. He hung out with tax collectors who were like the people that everyone looked down on. And he was always hanging around the sick and the dirty. And so maybe you think that you're the worst and you have done some terrible sin and you're never going to be forgiven. But the reality is Jesus would rather almost hang out with those people like you than and me than those that, <laughs> you know, have it all together, which no one really does. Right. I mean, he does. He comes for the lost. And that this is what Paul wants us to see is if God can save Paul, who was a murderer. He can come and save any of us, including Bucky, which is the great news. And he did save Paul. I mean, Paul is one of the greatest Christians to ever live, really. The greatest teachers. He's incredible. I mean. Yeah, which also says to me, not only can he be saved, can we be saved? We can have a huge purpose in God's kingdom. We don't just have to, like, get by. We can actually have purpose for God. And what that is, that's hope. And that's purpose. That's exciting. It is. So last of all, I wanted to just say what happens now if our guilt has has been given to Christ and it's all far back, we still sin. So John, Jesus' disciple in 1 John, he tells us kind of what to do. We confess, we turn, and then we walk in the light. 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins... He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And John is talking to believers there that we continually need to come back, repent, turn, confess to God. But then, as John is writing in this book, we've got to walk in the light as he is in the light and we'll have fellowship with other believers. He wants us to walk purely, but he knows we will fall sometimes. So he talks about this repentance. What, what does that really mean to you? Well, I've learned that repentance means like taking a U-turn. So you're heading in one direction and you completely turn and go back the other way. So if your your tendency is a certain habit or a certain sin, you want to turn from that in your heart. And then you get the power from God to turn from that. Is that... And you see that really well from Bucky, too, in this, this show, you know. He was doing a lot of bad things, and he really wanted to change, and he did mm. change. So, you know, it was genuine there. That that is good. That's a good reminder. Back in the early, you know, early days before what we have now, people used to go to the grocery store, the general store, and they'd have an account, 
and they would just put things on their account. They'd buy their sugar and their flour, their, you know, fabric or whatever. And then they'd pay their bill, maybe when the, when they had some cotton come in or whatever. And so the term keeping short accounts is what I like to think about with God. We don't want our bill to get too long. We want to keep short accounts and to come before Him daily, regularly, and confess our sins and have God search our hearts to see what we need to confess and turn from. So thank you, Dave, for your knowledge of Bucky and the background story. Um, We look forward to seeing Bucky again. Hopefully he's coming back. I think he's a favorite of a lot of people in the the Marvel Universe. Yeah, well, thank you so much for listening. Join us next time. If you're enjoying season two of A Moon in the Dark, please rate and review the podcast so that other people can find us. Have you received Jesus' offer to lay down your backpack full of guilt at the cross and receive his hope, his freedom, and his new start? Jesus is the source of hope and eternal life and real abundant life. He gives you that hope, he gives you life, and he gives you peace. So now I'll leave you with peace for your day and peace for your night.